It's No One Likes the Duna Podcast. The world's premier, dedicated, fast and furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And if you can't tell, we've pivoted to doing ASMR YouTube videos. Rice Krispie Treats. <laughs> Was there a train? This bit is over. What's up, everybody? I'm Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And you have tuned in to Train Watch. (laughs) No one one likes the train podcast. No one likes any trains podcast. Um, We just watched, fuck, Furious 6? Fast and Furious, minus the and the. Minus the... And the uh, and fast <laughs> and plus a six. <laughs> is it yes? called Furious Six? Yeah, it's called Furious Six. What do you think it's called? I thought it's called Fast. Oh, that's number four. It's called that's fast four and Fast and Furious. Furious Six. Yeah, Furious Six. They're really getting lazy with this shit. Look, Fast Five, Furious Six. They were like co-equal, balanced pieces of this. Isn't Seven Furious Seven? Yeah, they kind of ruined it okay. with that one. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, all right, I know Furious 7. What the hell is it? Yeah, Got yeah, it. it's that. Um, we have a guest on this week. Her name is Kate Richardson. She's an old work colleague of mine. She now lives in Montana. Is that right, Kate? Yeah, in a train town. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a... <laughs> That was wild. That was awesome. Do you know what kind of, are you a train peeper? Do you know what kind of train was? Uh, no, I, it's not a commercial like commuter train. It's a repair mm-hmm. place and coal. And I did hop a train once last summer. Oh, you did? And How it was just, like a hope. It, it actually didn't leave the station. I got bored, so I left the train. But okay. it was just full of coal. So I don't know what kind of train it is, but I know they transport coal gas and sometimes parts of airplanes sick that sounds pretty fucking cool <laughs> it would be well, a killer location for a fast and furious movie in this movie there were several parts of an air an airplane at the end of it mm-hmm. there were they were all assembled initially <laughs> and then towards the end they uh well they got a little disassembled mm-hmm. yeah a little charred too yeah, a little charred, sort of roasted. Daryl, I want your like initial first impressions about watching Furious Six after three and a half years. Totally amazing. Yeah, it's like I there's so many moments that I forgot were in this movie. Yeah, and we just we watched five last week, and five looked really good. Six. Mm-hmm. Way better. It is better. Thank you, Daryl, for coming around to my side it of the is, table. Even though physically you're on the opposite side of the table from me now, I really appreciate and respect your opinion here. Because um, I've said for years that six is the best one. Today feels like today feels like six. The day it's momentous. Yeah, there's a lot of good things happening in this movie. Love the hand to hand combat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, more so than I think any other movie that every any other uh, movie in the series. A lot of it. I think it's because there are so many more characters. Um, I think, I mean, there's a lot. The enemy team is like six, mm-hmm. right? Six or seven people. And the hero team is six or seven people. So you're looking at like 14 or 15 people all battling each other. I think the only the only movie that maybe had more people, mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw. But like. Yeah. That was a big one. And when you have a lot of people, you have a lot of fistfights. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, did you notice a lot of hand-to-hand stuff? Uh, Yeah, and I thought it was partly the reason they brought that MMA chick in. Oh, that they were getting into a more physical mode of existence. And I believe her name is like Gina Carano. Yeah. Does that sound right? A.K.A. Riley. In the movie. Isn't that her name in the movie? Riley? 
Is it not? We we have no idea. <laughs> I want you to know how little we pay attention to and think about these movies outside of the two hours that we watch them. Well, Riley, maybe, and Letty have two pretty killer hand-to-hand combat scenes. Mm-hmm. And, what did uh, you think about Letty in this movie? Um, I full out love her. I didn't like yeah. that they kept referring to Letty with amnesia as being the perfect girl. They're like, oh, right. this is a dream. It's someone who can drive well and doesn't remember <laughs> her life. What more could you want in a woman? <laughs> so I don't That's love that. Pretty, actually. No, no, I no. thought it was funny because, like, in the beginning of the movie when they're talking about Letty, I got very distinct like mind control vibes, and I forgot. I sort of forgot what was going to happen later on. I was like, "Wait a minute, is she under mind control?" Mm. And I was like, "Whoa, how could I have missed?" But this? then her like humanity starts seeping in, right? She does like she like questions Shaw when he is um, when he doesn't care about the guy getting killed, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Does anybody Ivory. remember Ivory? Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Ivory. Shot in the back while motorcycle yeah. riding Ivory. Yeah. Um, so Ivory, yeah. That's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Ivory? Yeah. <laughs> Are we thinking about that any deeper? Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> so that's weird. Number one. Number two, like, um, her humanity seeps out. Like, she's distressed. He has, like, a little heart-to-heart with her about that. Uh, and then the tank scene, obviously, like she turns on. Yeah. Yeah. So. But she also murder. intentionally didn't kill Dom when she shot him. She was confused. We think that was intentional or we think she missed? She would never miss. That's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What else in this movie are you into? Picked out, liked, hated. Talk to me. Um. I like how in the Fast and Furious franchise in general, but also this movie, they've got some nice guest appearances. We got Rita Ora. We've got yep, this. We love her. Yeah. We, we, we love her. <laughs> Don't like the bait. This is London, baby. Um, we've got the MMA chick. And then when you look at the Fast and Furious kind of cast with mm-hmm. The Rock as a wrestler, Ludacris as a legendary rapper, it's such a diverse set of career fields that they come from. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, wrestling, UFC, and acting. R&B. R&B. Modeling. Singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And then I also think it's cool, like, looking at how their previous careers impact their roles and styles in this. Like, let's be honest. The Rock is a little bit of a cornball with like a heady, heavy, like kind of sexist streak sort of deal, like heavy masculinity. And I think that must roll over from his wrestling persona, right? Maybe. Daryl, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough about The Rock as a wrestling persona, and I also don't know enough about The Rock as a like as an actual person. But yeah. I think it's interesting that the same like weird misogynistic undertone is also sort of present in his other characters that are mm-hmm. not within this series. Like and his Instagram. If you look at any of his Instagram captions, it's like. I'm a large, sexy, bald man. Gonna drink some tequila. Work hard. Like, yeah, blood, there was a comment tears. about his balls in this movie. No, Dom's balls. Oh yeah, that is Dom's balls. <laughs> he loves talking about balls. You though. Got huge balls. Yeah, I just thought it was the Rock because the Rock is such a, like a testicle vibe. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think my favorite line from the movie though is when Riley is like, "Oh, we got to lead on where Shaw is," and he's like woman you don't just pick up owen shalik he's groceries you want to catch wolves you need wolves let's go hunting it's just so absurd yeah Yeah. and then he has the egregious one that daryl and i always cringe at which is like she says something sort of smart or whatever i can't even remember (laughs) what her comment is (laughs) and then he's like that ass in brains 
well, when you keep that up, you're going to have my job soon. Or yeah. Something. something stupid. So <laughs> that one's a, a particularly, uh, a particular offender. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But that's his personal yeah. brand. And like, I love it. I hate it. And I love it. I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm, you over, I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because the rest of these movies are magic and good, right? I could do without that stuff. I could definitely world. do. I could definitely do without that stuff. Yeah, I could use. Yeah, if he cut his little, um, if he cut his metaphors in half, that'd be great. <laughs> you are his lines in half. That'd actually be good too. Mm-hmm. Just cut his lines in half. I'd be fine with that. I think that's a good call. Yeah, um, I basically believe the bridge scene is the best action sequence in this movie, in this series. I was going to ask that. Mm-hmm. I agree fully. Daryl, uh, are you a train man? I mean, wait, are we talking a whole series or a whole movie? Yeah, series. Series? Uh-huh. It's not, it's not this, it's not the highway one. No way. No? No, it could be the train one. From the last movie, yeah. I mean, they've got the the bungee the bungee sort of tow truck platform and mm-hmm. the sweet like chrome modified Corvette, and then it ends with the jump off the uh yeah jump off a cliff the, like the triple X jump. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good in recent memory. That's no, sort of I'm one. not like no shade on the train sequence. Mm-hmm. It's very good. The highway has the best cars. Okay, mm-hmm. it's got a freaking tank. Right? It's got plan A, B, C, D, E, F. We're going to need a different alphabet. Mm-hmm. You know? Owen Shaw is a good villain and he's like ruthless. And like people's faces and whole bodies are just getting destroyed. Yeah. Just like no blood on impact. Just no imme- blood. immediate death. No and blood. You turn into vapors. Uh, you just like disintegrate into vapor. Like you're so smushed on the highway by the tank. Which is weird because Tyrese doesn't get smushed by the tank, which we would think he would. But we're going to let that go for mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. It's because he was going fast in the same direction as the tank. Mm, he does like slam on the brakes into mm-hmm. the tank. That's true. Yeah. And then uh, supposedly his car goes off because he's trying to his hit His car the does turn off. Yeah. And then he has a switch for the ignition for some reason mm-hmm. instead of like a key. We don't know why that is. It's a race car. All right fine i'll buy it uh and then it doesn't get pulled in under until he's out of the vehicle and jumping onto brian's car conveniently Mm. it's a little convenient however i think still think the sequence is well done basically well the cool thing about the sequence is the two major action sequences in the movie both have a similar set of parameters of just going forward in a very confined direction of the highway and the um the airport and like the train it has to move in one direction and the highway has to move in one direction yeah you're like enclosed and yeah and the airplane but the highway has the added feature of the barrier in the middle and then sometimes it's just a straight drop in between the the oncoming yeah that big spanish bridge that's so cool. That adds a lot of dimension to this. Uh, like vertical dimension. Yeah. Which we don't get a lot in this series is vertical dimension, Mm-mm. you know, except, mostly on the ground. Except mm-hmm. for Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. All right. They get very <laughs> vertical. In that yeah. Movie. So there are a lot of like Hobbs and Shaw. I noticed like a little bit of Hobbs and Shaw flavorings, right? Like the the cars getting lifted by the aerial vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's a very Hobbs and Shaw thing. Uh, there is a Hobbs in this movie mm-hmm. and a Shaw in this movie as well. Two not, Shaws. In not the movie. good Shaw. You like Deckard more than Owen? I like Jason Statham more than just about anyone. Why is that? Used to be a professional diver. That's pretty cool. He was like mm-hmm. world ranked. And then Transporter was like the first action movie that I was all about did you guys see that um, i've never seen the transport <gasps> are you kidding me? no man Dude. is it good you like it it's excellent that uh, scene where he's it. like on an oil slick fighting with bicycle footholds on his shoes legendary i don't remember that this is escaping <sighs> me and he's such a good head. fighter 
The only, the only thing I don't like about his character, though, in this is, like, he's got a lot of style, but he's kind of devoid of style. You know, who are we talking about? Shaw. Decker. Decker, yeah. Okay. He, Who's only in a post-credit scene in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Because we haven't officially. We haven't really met him. We meet him in seven, ultimately. When he's out for revenge for his little brother. Do you think he was an asset to this franchise? No. Daryl, no. you look like you're debating. I think no. I think he's not necessary. Yeah. I like Owen Shaw as like a... Owen Shaw's a pretty bad, bad guy. And he's slick. He's a great bad guy. Yeah. He's a great bad guy. He's slick. We don't know much about him, but we don't need to. He has a team. I was talking to you earlier, Daryl, about how um, I love when the bad people drive in these movies. And he has a whole team of bad people who drive. Mm -hmm. And they're like perfect mirror reflections of the good guys which works really, really well, I think, you know? I think the baddest thing about Owen Shaw is that he, like, is so driven that he'll let his team and his family die. Yeah. And that's a big, big no-no in the ter- in terms of... It's anti-family, mm-hmm. you know? Everything about Owen Shaw and his team is the anticipus... Antithesis. Whatever that word is. <laughs> um... Of the family and the code and the Toretto's and the O'Connor's and uh, all of them, right? It's like perfect. It's like if the family all grew goatees and traveled from an alternate universe, it would be these people, right? Which I think works really well. And Justin Lin like sells it pretty hard and makes it like fun. Not like necessarily believable, but at least like I can let it go and like just have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the if we're talking, yeah, we are talking about the future here with Deckard Shaw, but I think like I did like the transporter, but I often get it mixed up with his with um, Jason Statham's other crank, crappier crank, <laughs> crank two. Crank was so bad. Like, and I'm thinking about and I you can't know, crank head. <laughs> he falls out a helicopter in that. It's like this is a this is a time in the Fast and Furious series where it sort of is. It's definitely getting over the top, and I think the introduction of Jason Statham into it, sort of at this point. My big like argument is that. that this is the top, right? This is the crest of the hill. You think this movie is better than the first movie for oh, like yeah. audience enjoyment? Oh yeah, the first movie is like Dinktown, right? Like it's like it's fine. It's like a sweet movie. That captures like the essence of a culture. Yeah. But it's not like the highway scene, right? <laughs> so I want to point out that um, a couple weeks ago we were talking, when Max was on, we were talking about Point Break and I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I watched it a couple it's days It's the ago. exact same as the first movie. It's almost better. <laughs> like Point Break might actually be a better movie, but it was made in the 80s. Yeah. Catherine Bigelow. Oh my God. I think it's 90s. Swayze. Keanu, eighty nine, maybe eighty nine. Like, oh, I look. I saw the date on it. I was like, whoa, whoa dude. that makes me feel very old. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah I'll double check the date. But I yeah, double that. check that. Date. I mean, like, I do really like the OG Fast and Furious, and it did a lot of things really well. But the things that it did well, Point Break sort of did better. I completely agree. Basically, I mean, yeah. Like love Paul Walker so much, he is no Keanu Reeves. Wow, fighting words, <laughs> fighting words that I kind of agree with. Although I would say, yeah, I don't know, man. Swayze and Keanu versus Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Stop, man. Ooh, fuck. Yeah, maybe we'll send out a poll for that it's on tough. one of our like listener engagement platforms. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about it is Keanu Reeves is a little bit, he's definitely goofier than uh, Paul Walker on any given day. Paul Walker's but, pretty goofy, though, because he dresses like an 11-year-old boy. And it's Paul like, does? No, no, no. He dresses like a guy who <laughs> likes to spend money on cars and not on extravagant outfits. It's true. He's got a couple college shirts, right? Like with a like graphic tee underneath or something. He's mm-hmm. always wearing mm-hmm. bands. 
loves Vans. Vans are great. We love Vans too. And he's not wearing just graphic tees. He's wearing graphic tees with auto emblems on mm-hmm. them. Like Absolutely. And... Very car central. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Vans and cars and repping things, do you guys want to do shout out? Oh, yeah. I think it's time. Yeah. Kate, I know you've got a big, big, big thing to talk about this week on shout outs. So uh, basically bring it on. We want to hear it. <laughs> Can I do two? Can I do an anti-shout-out and then, like, an actual one I like? I see no reason why not. Absolutely. Sweet. So, my anti-shout-out goes out to ASOS. Are you guys familiar? A little bit. So, it's like a UK-based... Shoe. This is a shoe thing or a fashion thing. This is that clothing, clothing thing that uh, that website Charlotte would always order from and get those packages. Right, right, um, right, 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 right. So it's right. a UK clothing company. It's mm-hmm. all online. If you mm-hmm. spend over like fifty bucks, you get free shipping for two days, and um, you get free returns. So the deal is, you spend an absurd amount of money, get all the stuff, and you return like ninety eight percent of it. I is did it not. It's everyone's it clothes. They got men's, women's, yeah, okay. children's, athleisure, formal wear, wedding dresses. I think I, bought, I think I bought Ellie a sweater one time on this website. Yeah. Does that sound like the type of website it is? Um, was that when we were on the path? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you picking that up. Okay. Yes, it Not was cool. ASOS. Okay. And, um, Good to know. So they changed the return policy, and now you get a voucher and not a refund. And I didn't know this. Or more ASOS shit. Yeah. And I had like a $600 package returned like $500 of it. And I have a voucher. I am significant. I also like live in Montana now. I wear like fishing clothes every day. I don't need more clothes. I don't need anything. So I feel like this is your fault for trying to game the system and not getting away with it, basically. I've been ordering from them for 10 years. And Did it, you get an email at any point about the fact that this had changed? Okay, so you know what, Nick? I don't really check yes. my ASOS emails, but yeah. I just did. And I actually, yeah. they changed the return policy. Of course you did. Two days before I placed my order. They did you dirty. Yeah. They did, they did send you an email. They I, did send you an email. <laughs> Have you tried to speak to a Did it go to your promotions tab in Chrome? No, but I Gmail. I have it hooked up to my email that I just give companies and never check. Oh yeah. Dang. I know. I know. They were they were counting on that, honestly. Yeah, this is like this is the new strategy. The companies just count on the promotions tab. Nobody ever looks at it. The the marketing email nobody ever looks at it we changed the, the returns policy and yeah. then i tried to chat with customer service and mm-hmm. they were like that's our policy there's nothing more to be said here i'm ending this chat whoa, whoa. so you're basically either out 500 dollars or in 500 asos where dollars yeah it sounds like everybody you know for the next year is going to be receiving ASOS gifts. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. But do my, you, uh, yeah. Do you have other stuff on that website you want to get? Like, really? No, it's all like fashion-y stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, don't they have those websites where you can go and like sell gift cards in exchange for other oh, gift card stuff? Do they? Is, they definitely yes, they have definitely do. I don't know the name of one, but that's a service that exists. You could grip this gift card for sure. That's what I you need. You might to not do. get full five hundred, but you could sell it for like four fifty or something. Maybe. Dude, just any money. I got a fly hook in my dog's mouth the other week, and it was like a $300 vet bill. I need this okay. money. Whoa. Wow, we need to explore this further for yeah, sure. I need to know. Set the scene here. What Are you happening? fly fishing? Yeah. Okay. So you live in Montana and have become a fly fisherman. Yep. I live in Livingston, Montana, kind mm-hmm. of unofficial fly fishing capital of the world. Wow. And, um, they say low, uh, Lake uh, Topaw in New Zealand, in the Northern Island of New Zealand, is also a hot, hot, hot 
fly fishing spot. My dad was just fishing there. This is fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you make your own flies? I was going to ask that. Yeah, I've been doing some tie flying. Fly. I always say tie flying. Fly tying. And it's awesome. You like look at bugs and then watch some YouTube videos and you like rip hairs out of a dried up rabbit's face and tie some flies. I'm sorry. What? Was the first fly you made an ant shape one? Um, no, the first fly tied was, uh, oh, it was a streamer. It was a, I called it the Nicki Minaj cause I oh, did I like two different colored fur going down the back, but it was basically a pretty big fly. It was like a inch long, had a big bead head on it and then two different colors of fur going back. And then you just like wrapped the, um, the thread around it going hmm. towards the tail. Hmm. Well, shout out to fly fishing, y'all. That sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. And shout out to um, ASOS for giving appropriate warning about their change in customer <laughs> service policy. For sure. For sure. For sure. You know? Wait, do we need to know how the, how the fly got into your dog's mouth? Is it horrific? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, basically, the fly, it was actually a kind of rough fly week. Um, so a hook has a barb on it which just Mm -hmm. goes the opposite direction so it doesn't slip Mm -hmm. right back out and usually use forceps to clamp it down. I hadn't because this was like a new vintage fly. It was from like the 80s someone just gave me. Uh So I had really big fly too. And um, it was on the end of my line and it was just on the ground. I was like about to cast and she ran over and chomped Mm. down Mm. all the way through. And I had to take her to the vet and have her sedated to have it removed. And it's Livingston. So the vet was like, I will save this fly and your dog will also be okay. Oh, dope. Cool vet. Shout out to vets, y'all. Yeah. But the week after that, I got a fly lodged deep in my finger. And I... Don't have feeling okay. in that finger Kate, still. Okay, okay. It sounds like fly fishing, maybe not for you. Um, you know? Have you caught any fish yet? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Daryl, I want to let's shift gears. <laughs> Daryl, what do you want to shout out to this week? Um, I got, I got two shout outs. All right, all right. Quick one is the first one. Um, it's a household item. It's scotch. It's the Scotch Bright sponge three pack i'm into it don't even waste your time with any other yeah generic brand even the generic go name brand on the sponge like yeah there's like three different kinds they sell at the store there's a scotch bright and the lookalike scotch bright and then the ones that like don't even look like it can i ask a question Some, some baseline questions about this sponge sure is it wavy or straight this is a wavy one okay wavy i'm a fan of is the rough side of the sponge it has a smooth side and a rough side, correct? Yes. Is the rough side of the sponge straight or rippled? I'm not sure. Oh. Rippled as in like ruffles ripple, ripple? Yes, like ruffles. I think it's straight. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I think you can upgrade to like a rippled top. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to have it because I'm using these sponges. I got a kitchen one. I got a bathroom one. And I go through them really quick because I end up cleaning my bike. My shoes, yeah, it yeah, just gets ripped up really quick. Yeah, but I found that like, don't mess with the name with the generic ones. It's so not worth your time. Yeah, Kate, what kind of sponges are you fucking with these days? Honestly, I haven't cooked in like two months, so um, I've not I'm, really been. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I cool. eat chicken wings for every meal. I could live that way. Yeah, that's. Actually, weirdly, also what I do. <laughs> How many chicken wings I, do you think you've eaten this week? Oh, like 40 or 50? Oh, I've only had like 30, and I stole 10 of them. I get the Chinese chicken wings, you know, the ones with like, that are like the full wing with the tip. Mm-hmm. And then I split them apart and pour some hot sauce on them and fucking eat them. It's really delicious. Yeah. It's really, really good. I had wings this week at uh, Hometown Barbecue. 
Okay, first of all, fuck you yeah, for going to hometown without me. <laughs> I go there for lunch now. <sighs> yeah, <Yo>. dog. <laughs> I'm so not into that. It's fucking I fucking hate you. That place is so good. I had to wait in line for an hour to get them, though. Yeah, it's so worth it. Yeah. That place is amazing, yo. Um, Shout out Hometown Barbecue. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Hometown Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. It's gotten several on this podcast. All right, so my shout out, I want to tell you a little story of what happened this morning. So I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts, as I usually do. It's the weekend. Here's my plan. Extra large, because it's the weekend. And, like, cruise in my car for two hours, drive down to the city, see my buddy Daryl, and, like, listen to new Lana Del Rey. That's my plan for this morning, okay? I'm walking into Dunkin', and I hold the door open, because I'm a nice guy. And this guy comes in behind me. He seems like an okay guy. He's wearing like an army t-shirt and an army hat, right? So I reckon in like pajama bottoms, he's probably just getting his kids like donuts in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, okay, ex-military, current military, who knows? I hold the door open for this guy. He says, oh, thank you, man. And I turn to him and I'm so flustered. I go like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is like, nice. oh, no. And he like stops in his tracks. <laughs> like what <laughs> and i'm like um no man i just because like point to his hat and shirt and he's like oh okay yeah man cool first of all so like moral of the story is like don't thank the troops everybody basically yeah and um wait do you think that's what happened or do you think he was wearing that stuff and was not ever in the army i think he was a troop i think he was a troop yeah but um it was fucking awkward so it was really awful um yeah but basically shout out to the troops is my shout out you know doing it So your first, your first, your first shout out to the troops in person was in person. No, it didn't go well. Like don't IRL shout out to the troops, but generally like on the pod, shout out to the troops. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hold on. I have a second shout out. Please. Bronx Zoo. We can't do all (laughs) shout outs, bro. I went to the Bronx Zoo yesterday. Yeah, I've been. Time. It's great. Oh, it was so yeah, sweet. it turns out it's amazing. It's so cool. Giraffes are killer. Giraffes, you get to get so close mm-hmm. to the giraffes. It's incredible. But you got to walk everywhere. I took yeah. 23,000 steps at the zoo yesterday. Woo. Yeah, worth it. I was so exhausted. I barely made it home. Yeah, it's crazy. The lion thing is a little lame because you're very far away from them. Very far away. And all I saw was the back of his head. Last time I was there, a gorilla ran up and tried to smash the glass open right in front of me. Yeah. That's oh, my God. It was fucking horrifying. Whoa, rampage <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah, rampage style. Dang. Another Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. <laughs> Speaking of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yes. Kate, tell me some other shit you like about this movie. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Please. So in Fast Five, the team pulls in $100 million, right? Yes. Yep. Hundred and yeah, basically. Ish. Ish. And then that's divided amongst five people. We've done this math before, and I think it's more than that. It's more than that. Yeah. All right. So it's Dom, Brian, and Mia. Do they get, get two it. shares? For sure. That would be super unfair. Okay, so Dom, Brian, Mia, Giselle, Han, Tyrese, Tej. Tango and Omar. Tango, Omar. So that's nine. And Letty was not there. And Letty was not there. Basically, so they get like... walked away with like 10 mil is what we've... I think calculated. the start of this movie, they're all living beyond their means. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're not buying a pl- private plane that says it's Roman bitches <laughs> with $10 million. Yeah. And you're not buying all those cars like on top of the lifestyle you've already been living. Are you buying like villas? Yeah. I mean, I know that doesn't cost $10 million, but like, he's not that rich. No, definitely I, not. I see what you're saying. And this is like definitely nine months after the last movie. And that's it's a- definitely nine months and maybe plus six months. We don't know how old the baby is. Mm. Kate, do you know how old that baby looks? 
It doesn't look like a recent womb dweller. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. it's been out longer than it was in. But I don't know. Babies are weird. Wow. I've never heard that before. Gross way to put that. Um, So that means at least nine months. Nine, ten months. So this is like, yeah, encroaching two years. Yeah, they would have burned through that. Actually, by the way, working on a big blog post about this timeline situation for our Patreon listeners. So if you want to check that out, you can come to our Patreon, pay a little uh, little, uh, buck or two, uh, and uh, check out that post about the timeline. And basically, I'm trying to calculate the shortest amount of time all these movies can happen in. Yeah. And what year this movie takes place in, which is... I guess technically 2008. I lost track. Yeah, I know you did, buddy. I know you did. Um, yeah. 2008 is when this movie takes place, theoretically. If it's two years past five. Yeah. Four takes place five years after the first one, which takes place in 2001. So that puts us at 2006 for four. Five takes place immediately after four, which puts us at 2006 again for five. Weirdly. Right. And then this movie, which was made in, do we know? I forget. That's what I, yeah. I uh, 2013. Came Thank out you. the day before my birthday. Takes place in 2008. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Hmm. So, weird. Yeah, I'm, more, I'm writing this whole thing up for our Patreon listeners. So you can go to patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast and check that out for sure. Maybe throw us a buck or two. It's always good. Um, they live beyond their means, but that Brexit dude is like a dickhole, also. And if I had the opportunity to like pay a bunch of money to have him humiliated, I would definitely do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have another question for you guys. Please. So at the like almost end when um they're like Shaw's got Mia. And Hobbs holds the gun to that military dude's head. Yep. That's like kind of a questionable call, like one person versus millions. And he's just going to like, shouldn't he lose his job for that also? He should lose his job for that. Yeah. But also the British dude should be like, I'm the military. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm the troops, (laughs) right? I'm the troops. Let me, I'll just take one. Mm. Just shoot me, bro. Go for it. Yeah, I'm not letting you all walk out of here. He was like, men stand down, but that's a very selfish act. That's a very untroop-like act, you know? That whole deal was kind of weird. And then when Dom hands over the chip and Hobbs is like, name your price. It's like, what authority do you still think you have? You should be fired. Yeah, I agree. Basically. Um, Daryl, what else you got going on in this movie? I was wondering why every single character is wearing a watch. Why do they need to be so conscious about the time? They're they're not just wearing watches. They're wearing big, flashy ones. Big, flashy ones. Yeah. I guess it's like opulence, status. I have millions of dollars. Ten, to be precise. Ten million dollars. Um, hmm. You have phones. Do you? But you wear a watch on a day to day. I used to. I sort of go on and off. I do like a couple years wearing watches, and then I stop. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently on a Why is that? watch. It usually has. It's usually a seasonal thing or like a work related thing. So if I'm doing if I'm doing some sort of work that requires me to be really conscious of time. Yeah. Into a minute. Yeah. I'll wear a watch. I don't really. That doesn't really matter to me right now. All right. Kate, do you wear a watch? I did for a month in sixth grade, and then never again. Whoa. What was going on in that month? Yeah. In sixth what grade? was going on in that month? Uh, we weren't allowed to have cell phones, and our school didn't have a bell to let you know when lunch was over and class was starting, and there also weren't like clocks. And so you'd never know when class was starting and you would just always kind of be late. So I wore a watch. And then um, 
Hmm. It just really annoyed me. So I was just late to class a lot. I feel like it's the school. One of the school's basic responsibilities is to have working Provide clocks. clocks. Yeah. Archer yeah. school for girls. Provide learning your... and education and clocks. Mm -hmm. And let for your kids know when they should be learning and getting educated. Yeah. The two requirements for a school. That's all you need is a trailer, some kids, a teacher, and a clock. Mm -hmm. yeah. I need to know when the education starts and promptly and, when it ends. And more importantly, yeah. when it's over. <laughs> I do not want to learn. I can't take another minute of knowledge. When right it now. is two fifty in the afternoon is really what I need to know. <laughs> Absolutely. What time did your guys go ahead and pop it up behind the front of the classroom too? Yeah, that would be great. Right. Yep, right up there so I can see it the whole time. Yeah. And I don't have to like move my <laughs> eyes or head to look at it. Um, I wear a watch every day. Yeah, have for a few years now. I definitely was on the no watch train for a while, but mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Feels good. People comment on it. They go, oh, nice watch. <laughs> you know, I love that. Um. Kate, when you were in sixth grade, you had a cell phone? Uh, I did because I was taking a school bus, but we were not allowed to ever have it out. And I was very scared of getting in trouble. So I never took right. it out. Right. What kind of cell phone? Was it like a flippy? Um, it was not a flippy. It was like a straight up little brick with like an antenna mm. that didn't come mm. out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But if I had paid 10 more dollars... I would have gotten a flip phone, but I was like, dude, I'm 11. I'm not paying $10. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think I got a cell phone until I was like 17. Oh, that's so that's much so nicer. That's, that's a bit late. We had my, yeah, we had shared cell phones. My family, oh, family. had two cell phones, but I was playing, nice. I was playing basketball in the fifth grade. And we would go on like trips and stuff. So I got to bring the cell phone with me. Nice. I think I was very resistant to the cell phone. I did like, my mom wanted me to have one. And mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck am I going to use that for? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. First of all, no. Second of all, I don't need you guys like being able to reach me. If I don't have a cell phone, I have an excuse to be like, didn't check oh, in. Yeah, sorry, I, like didn't check in. Like I just like, got, you know? Yeah. I was so bad at checking in too because yeah, I think the main thing about it is like I didn't know I never knew where I was. Like if I was in a car, I'd look around and I'd just <laughs> like no clue, you know? It's like call me when you're 15 minutes away. It's like I literally have no clue how long or far I am away from school right now. So yeah. It's like night that was like live that was bliss basically. Living in ignorance, living in a world in which we weren't tied to our cellular prisons all the time you know where our eyeballs weren't being melted by these apple devices all the time yesterday a nine-year-old straight up threw a tantrum with me because he was really pissed that i had an iphone like x something and he didn't like, oh that kid sounds like a piece of shit <laughs> it's like dude you're nine um do you First of all, do you have an iPhone XR or XS? I actually have two of them, and it's <laughs> my life. I feel, I feel like I'm getting Whoa. angry right now. Whoa. I feel like fire kicking in my bones. Why do you have two cell phones, Kate? Dude, right now I have four cell phones. Um <laughs> I don't know what kind of weird fucking Montana shit you're up to. Okay, so my phone is the same phone I've had forever. It's an iPhone 6. I love it. I super broke it. Solid model. It, it, it shuts down at like 80% and then the screen goes black and the phone's still on, but it won't work. Mm -hmm. So I have another phone that's just kind of a, a – like my brother sent me his old one. It's like a 7 or something. Put my SIM card in that. Doesn't really work either. My boss uh, said I had to have a working phone for work. So, makes sense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, I now have a new personal cell phone, which is the XS, but I haven't moved any of my stuff over. So, I'm not really using it. And then I have a new work phone, which is also an XS. 
and uh that's wild. what do you do for a living <laughs> not coordinating anymore um i don't know i just hang out in montana and do some weird uh, stuff sometimes cool, 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 cool. but i do have to say watching these movies make me revisit my previous career in clearance yeah and just get a so, little stressed out <laughs> can, can you describe what you did when you worked in the movies sure um tried to make sure no private trademarked or copyrighted information was seen or heard without legal permission and basically just try to keep really big networks from getting sued and your kind of internal affairs on shows and like have to snitch on people and uh it's like not very much fun at all did you catch any products or brands in this movie that you feel maybe weren't cleared no but um just the whole process i imagine for the vehicles must have been really hard because vehicle models probably need to be cleared you think um i don't I, there's so many modification on these that mm-hmm. like whatever whoever's car it is the person who modified it himself i feel like they have to give permission and then the brand that the car is also needs to mm-hmm. give some permission you don't think so I think maybe the brand, I think whoever did the modification work probably was down to rent the vehicle. Like they probably own the vehicle. Oh yeah. Like it would be in that contract, but like that's. Yeah. From what I understand, like most of the vehicles that you see in these movies are owned by individuals and companies. Private collectors. Yeah. And they look like, yeah, they look almost like they do in the movies, but right when they sort of like sign them over, they'll do new paint jobs and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Make them respray them and stuff. Make them movie ready and then make all of their sort of duplicates so they can stunt them around. Yeah, they shell them, right? Yeah. They do like a bunch of... But I'd um, be... Yeah, I'd be... It's curious. Yeah, I'm not sure how it would work. Like if, yeah, highly modified, whatever, like that, whatever. GTR Being the or picture car coordinator on these movies is probably oh my a big God. fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big, big job. Imagine how many cars... <laughs> I think... That's a good question. Does Nissan Kate is would know best? Like, does Nissan have to get permission for a Skyline to appear in this movie? Yeah, as a featured vehicle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then I don't remember which of your um, Furious Six episodes it was, but Terrell, you're talking about Paul Walker giving his kid a replica, mm-hmm. and is he like building them himself in his basement of his villa? But, um, <laughs> it's a really a good model workshop. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Like, you had a pretty good pro tip for distributing glue most evenly. Um, oh, what was it? That you would fill up the little lid with glue and then apply it from there, and so you're not over enthusiastic mm-hmm. with glue. Mm-hmm. Yep. The thing about those glue tubes is that they're usually made out of like aluminum or foil. So once you compress it, even if you want it to stop, it doesn't bounce back. It just keeps. Right, right, right. And the bounce back (laughs) is key to like get the suction for the glue to come back (laughs) into the tube, right? Your classic shampoo bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's tough, man. Um, I've messed up a lot of models like fooling around with the glue tubes. Yeah, the glue tubes are hard. I tend to now, well, first of all, for modeling in terms of like the movies, when I make models, which is something I do once in a while of sets, I use um, a flexible craft glue, uh, like a Sobo, or I think Elmer's makes a version. Um, It's not standard Elmer's glue. You've got something there. Yep. Tacky glue. Will that work? Yep. That'll work just fine. It's a white flexible glue. And what it does is... um, it holds. It dries very quickly, so I don't have to hold the pieces together. Uh, it dries. So you can get ones that dry clear, uh, and then, but it's still f- the pieces can flex. So if you're walking down the street to a presentation, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the wind starts blowing, <laughs> and the models are flying around, it'll stay. To- it can flex and stay together. So uh, I use the glue, and I pour 
a bunch out onto a like scrap piece of board. And then I take a little uh, piece of mat board or something that's like a very thin strip of mat board. And I take it and I just like lay it on the edge of whatever I'm trying to glue up. Yeah. It's professional. So that I literally is professional. <laughs> I'm a professional at it. <laughs> I do it professionally sometimes. Um, we don't do this podcast professionally, but if you want to find us on Patreon, we are at uh, patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. You can join up there. There's a bunch of tiers and shit. Um, and some post, I post a bunch of stuff. You get early access to a bunch of YouTube shit that we're trying to do. You get to vote on the movies we do between cycles. If you're in the right tier, um, which looks like maybe the skulls is going to happen. Nice. Yeah, Steph uh, is uh, choosing it up for us. She's our only. <laughs> Actually, Fredo, Fredo gets the vote too, so you'll see where it splits out. So, uh, and uh, what else? What else do we have? Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Nolt Podcast N O L T P. Um, we're doing YouTube stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes, not we this week. We don't have one. This not week. this week, apparently. <laughs> Um, that is youtube.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. I think so. Or just search no one likes the tuna podcast on YouTube. You will find it. We're trying to get on Spotify so that we have sort of listeners can reach out there. Um, but we are currently on iTunes and weirdly, it still really helps if you rate and review us on iTunes. So if you haven't done it or like just have two seconds to like go drop us a couple stars or whatever, like that'd be huge for us basically. It really helps. Uh, Kate, you got anything you want to plug? I got nothing, dude. So, go fly fishing, everybody. Be careful, though. Yeah, sounds dangerous. Take care. Have a great fucking week. <laughs>